0: Hi, I'm Linda Fox. I'm senior reporter, Focus Wire, and I'm here with Hannah Bennett. She is Band Partnerships Lead, would that be correct? Yes. Yeah, TikTok.
1: Welcome. For travel, brand Partnerships Lead for travel. Yes, thank yes. you for adding that.
0: Um, so, the power of short-form video, I mean, it is incredibly engaging, incredibly powerful. Here we are talking on video um, and this will be, you know, 10 minutes, so probably a little longer than what you're used to working with. But just talk me through, you know, what you're seeing in terms of trends and and this medium getting out there.
1: Yeah. Well, first up, you mentioned 10 minutes being longer. Mm. Well, actually, (laughs) uh, our limit now for video on TikTok is 10 minutes. Okay. I don't know if one really great example was Hilton. I don't know if you saw... The relatively recent Hilton ads that went out that was 10 minutes long mm-hmm. um, and still short form, but we're definitely moving to sort of longer form narrative storytelling. OK. And it, does that
0: get the same engagement interaction, given that we're all a bit like goldfish? I mean, well,
1: <laughs> if it's the right content, then yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was a really great piece of content. Okay. It had Paris Hilton in it, which I think always helps. A Not big every, draw. Exactly, not every brand can tap into Paris Hilton, um, but I think it still had lots of other features that kept the audience going. It had a really great hook. It encouraged people to watch the whole 10 minute piece. Um, and I think we don't give people enough credit in terms of their attention spans True. as well. I think if users and brands and the community on TikTok is, are creating content that's, yeah, that tells a story, that hooks, you, you know, that has that hook, then people are going to watch it and engage with it. And I think that that um, Hilton video, oh, I should check this, but I think it had about 500,000 likes, 28,000 comments and engagements. So people absolutely loved it. And that's not saying that every brand every travel brand should be creating mm-hmm. 10 minute pieces of content but I think it definitely it's a sort mark of, of the fact that it's getting longer exactly yeah okay. it sort of sets the tone and shows that you definitely don't have to think about those six second sort of bumpers yes. yeah. that we did when when sort of social video first like yeah, started into...
0: and it's kind of interesting that it's Hilton and this is not to discredit Hilton in any way shape or form but you know perhaps a year or two they might not even have been on the platform yeah. So are you seeing, you know, many more big established and maybe even a bit corporate travel brands getting on the on the on the platform?
1: Yeah. But like a great question and completely relevant, completely accurate, like 100%. I think so I've been at TikTok 3 years and those more like you said more traditional, more corporate brands, brands that have really strict brand guidelines have taken longer to come onto the platform, but then it's great to see that it's not just the Ryanair's of the world that yeah. Are having fun with it, so that three years ago, Ryanair was the only brand I could, um, yeah, it min- was, reference. yeah, they were they were there. I mean, they're early with a lot of these things, exactly. They're early, but I think that also intimidates some of those, um, more traditional brands because they think if Ryanair are doing it, we're British Airways, we definitely don't want to be doing that and and, and being silly. And Ryanair has that particular voice as well, doesn't it? Exactly, yeah, which works really well. But I think it's great to see in the last sort of six to 12 months, brands such as Hilton and like British Airways, they only launched onto the platform, I think in January this year. Okay, They're nearly at 200,000 followers. And they, like, if you haven't, I would check out their profile. They really have fun with it without pushing the boundaries to the extent of Ryanair. They're, of course, not being completely irreverent not being um not antagonizing yeah, well, their the
0: customer base got a certain amount
1: of snark hasn't it I exactly mean, it really does. whereas BA do it I think in a really great way they jump onto trends and and again they show up in such a different way on TikTok than they do on other platforms and it's just really great to see but like you said a year ago they weren't even on the platform so two
0: two kind of follow-ups to that one would be you know can you give us a feel for the sort of latest um volumes you know kind of related to travel or hashtag travel or around that
1: yes yeah so hashtag travel has um when i last checked earlier this week it goes up quickly but i think we had about 177 billion video views it's one of the largest categories of content on the platform and like you know it's not just travel like within that there's there's budget travel there's luxury travel there's airlines there's hotels there's experiences but a lot of content will also be um, tagged with hashtag travel, and that's sort of like the biggest general category. Mm-hmm. But it's also great to see so many subcategories within that doing really well. And do you know for, for TikTok
0: itself, you know, for, for these brands to to come on to, to the platform? And I think we've talked about this before. But you know, what have you done, kind of, in the past, you know, six months, maybe a year, to encourage travel, make it easier for them, make it more attractive for them?
1: Yeah, um, great question. So I think uh, like back from when we sort of touched on the fact that there were those brands who are those sort of leaders, the ones that wanted to do things out of the box, it just takes time and they're the early adopters. Mm -hmm. Same as our user base, right? So four years ago, the user base with Gen Z, it was very young millennials, it was early adopters. Over the last three years, we've seen that completely diversify. So I think brands have seen that we now have over a billion users across the world as part of the TikTok community. There is someone from every age group, every background, every interest group. People aren't just watching dancing videos and lip-syncing videos. Yes. Cats, I mean, cats is, cat talk is huge. Um, But if you're interested in cats, you're going to see cats. If you're interested in travel, you're going to see travel. And I think brands have really started to realize that. And as those more traditional brands like Hilton that are on the platform and throwing out the rule book, it just encourages more brands within that space to to get involved and have a little bit of fun on TikTok.
0: And are you generally seeing, I mean, you you reference um, Hilton there, but are you generally seeing travel brands getting cleverer, kind of more mature with the platform?
1: Yes, for sure. I think, and especially the brands who have been on there maybe over a year and they've started to experiment much more. Mm-hmm. So, Hilton's 10 minute ad is perfect example. example. But, booking.com, for example, I think they've got 600,000 followers on the platform. They have some really great content. They jump onto a lot of trends and different themes. They, um, they go to a lot of events that they sponsor. They give away ticket. They do like a ticket giveaway, a sure. ticket swap. Mm-hmm. That sort of content of people that work at Booking going out in the crowd saying, would you swap your Super Bowl ticket? Would you swap your Eurovision okay. ticket for, um, I think it's 5000 or $10,000 um, worth of travel credits? Yeah. And that sort of, of the moment, like running through the crowd, like that's the exciting content that they've started to have a play around super with. Super appealing, super engaging. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, and it tells a little bit of a story. Are they going to get the swap? You have to watch the content to find out. Mm-hmm. But... I think that's such a shift from brands, the traditional travel content of a beautiful influencer walking down a sandy, perfect beach. (laughs) Like we've seen such a shift of content moving to much more sort of authentic storytelling and away from that sort of glossy, polished magazine shoot style. Yes, exactly. Does it
0: necessarily make it difficult for travel brands to kind of get onto the platform, establish themselves, their voice, their tone, because it's now kind of almost noisier from a a travel perspective?
1: Yeah, Um, good question, because it's it's not easy. I think gone are the days when you can just go viral for nothing, almost. (laughs) I think brands do have to have a little bit of a strategy, but also I think there's the balance with that and not overthinking. Not every piece of content is going to get a lot of traction. And I think what I hear time and time again from the brands that I work with is that um, this piece of content we planned for weeks and it didn't get much engagement. It didn't resonate. It didn't resonate. It didn't take off. Whereas this piece that one of the social execs had a good idea on a Saturday, pitched it to us on Monday. It was live by Tuesday morning. That's the piece of content that gathers that huge amount of engagement and it takes off. Sometimes it's the content that you don't Sort of plan and think about too much. Yes, that can perform really well for your brand. Can you can you go
0: back sometimes and identify or help them identify what might have gone wrong? Um,
1: uh, so is. It it's not normally that something's gone wrong. It's more like a learning in terms of why something maybe didn't perform mm-hmm. as well. Was it too polished? Did, did it go through too many did levels? Did they kind or of a, overthink did, it? Did they overthink yeah. it? But yeah, as a team, we work closely with a with a number of, of really fantastic sort of market leading travel brands to to help them on their like organic and paid strategies.
0: Okay. Now, I did just want to mention um, Doyin. Is that a Duyin. did yes. I murder that name? No, okay, no, Duyin. Um, in um, in China specifically? Yes, or in China. In China yeah. specifically. Um now I saw some stories about their calendar based hotel booking and I I don't think that actually necessarily um Doyen or or Byte um, yes, thank yes. you, Bite Dud no, no, no. um, sort of gave much colour or, or talked about it that much. But I am just curious about the the idea of bridging the gap between Content and transactions. Yes, we have spoken about the shop side and how travel might feed in and and
1: what we might see. We are very excited about this, especially me and my team working on travel specifically. We Mm -hmm. now have TikTok shops, which you can purchase your traditional sort of e-commerce fashion beauty brands on TikTok. Yeah, travel is a little bit more complicated. It's a much more of a dynamic purchase. Um, Dates travelers etc right there's more um, complexity there's there much more complexity but it's definitely an area that as we sort of focus more on conversion campaigns whatever that conversion is if it's a purchase a booking a sign up like that's where we're shifting our, our, our tech to and our product to mm-hmm. and we've seen a lot of success across e and now we're really kind of digging into travel and it's sort of a bit more of a watch this space and mm-hmm. we have video shopping ads coming out soon for travel. We're hoping to test them in this summer, and that will be sort of the start of of things to come. Does, Does something like what's being trialed
0: in China You know, does does that translate well, or do you have to figure it out very differently
1: for each market? Very differently, Mm -hmm. I would say. I think um, the way consumers interact and purchase and watch a lot of sort of live streaming Mm -hmm. in China is very different. It's conducive to that kind of product. Exactly, yes. So we have to be. So TikTok doesn't operate in China. We have the ability to to sort of build out build our own product for the audience that that we're working with and yeah as you kind of sort of led that question it is very different the way Mm -hmm. the audience interacts
0: so just final question here you know do you if you're a a travel company small or large you know um first question are are there opportunities for both big and small companies and you know if you want to just dip in your toe in the water
1: just start trialing start playing with it what's your best advice yeah um so i would say there is definitely it's easy for me to say how i could talk but there's definitely a space for big brands and little brands and i think That's really because of how the algorithm works. So when you go onto TikTok, if you like cats, you're going to see cats. If you like travel, you're going to see travel. It doesn't matter how many followers that creator, that content creator or that brand who's um, talking about cats has. If you like cats, you're going to see that content same for travel so you don't need to be a massive brand with millions of followers because the algorithm is based on the content it will feed it to the person that's exactly. looking for it exactly rather than um, a social graph so it doesn't matter who you follow you don't go to TikTok to find out what your friends are doing at the weekend mm. it's about consuming the content that appeals to you and the algorithm is very strong in terms of feeding that content so if it's a really sm- a small brand who's had a go and created content they definitely have the ability to show up in mm-hmm. a in a um, in a user's feed okay in terms of advice, I would really say I wouldn't overthink it yeah, because yeah. as much as you need, you want to have a bit of a strategy and say, look, I'm going to give TikTok a go. I'm going to test it for three, four months, post a couple of times a week. Just don't overthink Just get on there and have a go. Exactly. We have a really great creative center that I can link to um, where you can filter by market and filter by category Mm -hmm. to see what are the trending hashtags, the trending music creators, which can help fuel a bit of a strategy. But I think there's no, um, there's no, what's the word? Um, Alternative Mm -hmm. to actually downloading the app and spending just a bit of time on there, getting to understand what appeals to you as an individual and what might work for your brand. What can you sort of recreate?
0: One thing I just wondered was that, you know, if, if your voice is, is sort of, um, uh, well, we, we spoke earlier about a Ryanair and, and a British Airways. Sh- should you carry across your everyday voice onto TikTok or should you try and be more playful? I mean, uh, you know, because you could come across authenticity type issues, couldn't you?
1: Yes. Yeah, I think there's a there's a place for both and I think kind of back to British Airways and a lot of other brands on the platform they do a really great job of still promoting their their values yeah. but like yeah. you said they do it in a bit more of a fun um authentic colloquial way, and yeah. engage. I think the the next step also for brands who have been on the platform a while is really engaging with the community. Mm-hmm. People are commenting, they love brands on TikTok. How can the brand then sort of engage and leverage? Respond exactly and reply. And, you can yeah. respond with yeah. another video, yeah. which I know a, bit, a lot of brands are doing. Um, so it just shows that there's sort of a two-way conversation.
0: Okay, Hannah, thank you very much. Pleasure, thank you.